Network's commentary on 1972's Godzilla vs. Gigan. This year marks the 50th anniversary for this wonderful film. I am your co-host, Kent, and with me is your other co-host. Jason, how's it going, peeps? So yeah, as I just said a second ago, it's the 50th anniversary year for this film. And so uh, off air a few weeks ago when we got done podcasting, uh, it was my turn to pick the commentary. And so I had decided why not go ahead and do Godzilla vs. Guy again. 50th anniversary, big, big anniversary. Why yeah. not cover it? I was going to – I was originally thinking about that because I know August Vergone, uh, one of our friends, uh, he had his little uh, Facebook uh, profile pic of the 50th anniversary uh, Godzilla vs. Gigan logo. And so I kind of thought about it, but then, you know, you know what happened in the last episode. But uh, anyways, we're here right now. So... (laughs) Yeah, so um, similar to what we've done with some of the the films we've commentated on recently, we are watching the movie through HBO Max. Uh, we are doing that simply because, uh, in some cases, Jason Jason doesn't have the film, or he doesn't have the ability to play an actual disc where he's currently recording. Which so this time is the latter. So we're doing the HBO Max. So if you're watching a particular uh, version of the film that is not this, in fact, I believe if you purchased the Criterion Collection of these Godzilla movies, which was 2020, I believe that came out, uh, I believe that is this version of these films. But if you bought something like the the Sony DVDs from like 2004, whenever those were released, it's going to be different. And so your timing and and how we're watching the film and all that is going to be different. I, so I just want to let everyone know that up front. Yeah, yeah either the classic media one or the Kraken releasing one. Mm-hmm. So um, what we're going to do is if you're not familiar with our commentaries is we're just going to share some of our own personal opinions and history of the film before we dive right into the commentary. So I'll start off um, here talking about this film by saying that this has always been one of my favorites. Uh, I remember as a kid when we first purchased this on VHS, this was a film I watched fairly frequently. Gigan had always been one of my favorite kaiju because the second Godzilla movie we watched, Godzilla vs. Megalon, had Gigan there in the final battle. And this film obviously showcases him more. I became a bigger Gigan fan as a result. and then as time went on, as I got exposed to more Godzilla movies, including like Terra Mecha, Godzilla, Godzilla vs. Mecha, more of the 70s films in particular, um, even though this was always one of my favorites, I kind of went back and forth on to what was my favorite. There were times in which I Terra Mecha Godzilla was my favorite. There were a, a few periods where Godzilla vs. Mecha Godzilla was um, my favorite. Uh, so it was kind of between... Gigan, Mechagodzilla, and Terra Mechagodzilla was kind of always where my favorites of the decade were being shifted. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm at a point now in my own sort of life where I look at this film, and not only is do I definitively say it is my favorite of the 70s, I personally think, too, um, it is the best of the 70s films. And I understand this isn't the best made Godzilla movie of all time. I'm not saying that. The reason why I think it's the best of the 70s is because I do believe a lot of the kaiju action that is featured in this film, most of it is original. Um, There are some periods where there's some stock footage, obviously. But um, 
I, I love the fact that most of the, the footage is original. I think these are some of the most colorful human characters you're ever going to find in a Godzilla movie. In fact, I'm willing to argue they may be the most colorful characters you're ever going to find in a, in a Godzilla movie. They're so wacky, crazy, and different that they're entertaining, in my opinion. Uh, I love the fact, too, it introduces Gigan, and I think they do a wonderful job of showcasing Gigan. The final battle, I think, is superbly well choreographed and entertaining as all heck. Um, and um, I, I, I just think all of those create a film that not only becomes my favorite, I also think is the best. I do like all the other films. Uh, Godzilla vs. Smog Monster may be my least favorite. It, it, even though I've gotten used to it over the years, um, it's still too odd for me in, in certain places. And so I would say it's at the bottom of my list. Um, you, you have Megalon. I have fallen in love with Megalon more over the years, especially when they re-release that film more in the widescreen complete version format here. Actually, it'll be 10 years ago this year when they did that. Yeah. Um, Mecha Godzilla, I still like, but I find um, a lot of the characters to be unappealing for the most part. Um, there are elements of the story I'm not, uh, you know, overly, I guess, entertained which, by. I guess which one, the first or the uh, the terror or the the first one? Okay. I was, and then terror. Um, I would say maybe my second favorite, perhaps, of the 70s, even though that one in its own way is kind of a mess. But I think one of the things that's helped it is that it, too, got re-released in a more full, complete version where you got to see everything. Some of the stuff that was originally cut out for many years for U.S. consumer consumption was restored. So certain areas made more sense than what they had in previous releases. Uh, But it's still kind of a weird, weird weird-ass, wacky film in spots. Uh, But it's fairly entertaining. But to me, this not only is my favorite, but in my opinion, the best of the 70s. Yeah, I I can remember watching this uh, movie as a kid with that uh, uh, VHS or, yeah, uh, version that we've had for many years. I forget uh, the distributor who released that with the kind of the golden uh, frame around the uh, the VHS box. And I want to say the word star was in there somewhere, but I'm not sure. Something like that. But I do remember, I think it was, uh, like, they had they had a logo that had that was a uh, uh, upside down triangle. Now it's blue. I, I think I think that's what it was. And it had some initials in there. But um, Oh, here's here's one. Uh, if I can remember, uh, the last time we've actually delved into Godzilla vs. Gigan, and that was the last time I watched this movie, I think. Yeah, Star Maker and I think RNG, I believe is what that is. I think it's RNG. Here, I'll send you – not that. I'll send you a link to it here. Oh, you can send it via a Facebook message. Um but uh, anyways, uh, like, oh, what, where was I? Where was I going at? Uh, the last time uh, I watched this was when we were kind of re-reviewing all the uh, the Godzilla movies from the earlier episodes that we've done many, many years ago. I think that was the last time I uh, watched uh, Godzilla versus Sky again. But yeah, I can remember. Uh, watching the movie 
as a kid and stuff. I think we watched it quite a bit of times and everything. And and I do remember uh, really enjoying the movie a lot. I think both as far as some of the characters that are in this movie, the human characters, and as well as uh, the kaiju that are in this. I mean, obviously Godzilla for one of the things. But uh, yeah, it was very entertaining. Yeah, goofy, uh, campy areas <laughs> here and there. Uh, yeah, it's it's... For me, it's one of those that are up there as far as the 70s uh, Godzilla films uh, out there. But, uh, yeah, it's I can't remember when the last time we watched or discussed Godzilla vs. Uh, Guy again. It uh, had to have re- been... reviewed it. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe 2019, I want to say, may have been the last year. Either that or late-ish 2018 somewhere in there yeah something something like that so it's been at least a few years since i last uh, watched godzilla versus guy again and and i do have the the kraken releasing copy of that uh movie so um yeah that's kind of my uh little history on uh on this film and uh looking forward to at least uh, seeing this for the first time in a few years yeah. All right. So we're going to get ready to stream here. And um, because we're using HBO Max, both of us are right at the one second marker of this film. So if you're using the, the Criterion uh, Blu-ray DVD set, that's kind of where we're at. And so uh, if you haven't joined us before, I'm going to count down. I'm going to go three, two, one, go. When I say go, that's when we hit play. Um, so are you ready? I am ready. All right, three, two, one, go. All right, got that going, and then put in uh, the artwork here so you won't see our ugly faces. I will say here, too, um, I didn't know this until, gosh, like maybe close to 10 or so years after we first saw this movie that – I think every single piece of music that is in this movie has been recycled from other previous um, Godzilla Toho science fiction movie. So the theme music we're going to see coming up here after the title card is music that comes from the movie Battle in Outer Space. <laughs> I, liked, I like the Japanese lettering of, of all these movies. I think it's really cool. Oh my gosh, you're like further behind than I am. Mm. Here, I'll pause for a second so you can get caught up here. But yeah, I always like the lettering um, of these Japanese films. Yeah, uh, it, it's really cool. And the funny thing is, when you watch the American version of this movie where they have everything in English, you hear these little these little ding dongs buzzing type sound effect um the ding dong we, ding dong i don't know what else to, to call it but um oh wow there's some subtitles there for the first time here um but when you first hear that you don't think anything of it you just think it's part of the music but when you watch the japanese version you understand those buzz things are these uh credit 
titles coming in. And I thought that was really cool. The first time I saw that here, like a few years ago, when I saw the Japanese version, I go, oh, that's what that was. (laughs) That makes sense. And then when it comes to the music on this one, I think out of all the 70s ones, that the music for this film is probably one of the best. Well, yeah, and it, like I said here just a moment ago, it's all recycled music from previous Toho science fiction movies. But yeah, it is it, – it, to me, it is the best mashup of any Godzilla score in, in quite a while. I, I think it's the best soundtrack to any Godzilla movie probably since Monster Zero. <laughs> Manga! This is probably one of the more memorable uh Opening scenes is yeah. They always show that uh, the manga stuff. <laughs> Idiot! <laughs> I love our main character. Um, I forgot his name off the top of my head. Um, Let me. Uh, let me search for it. While you're looking that up, I, I will say that I love him so much because he's not only a nerd, he's a wuss. And his girlfriend is the one with the balls in the relationship. And, and I just love it so much. And not only creates sort of a, a subtle comedic element to the movie, it, it just – it's so different. Like you rarely see a relationship like that being portrayed in any movie. The, uh, the character's name is uh, Gango. Gengo, yeah, I knew it was something different. Gengo Kotaka. We'll just call him Gengo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, his girlfriend is so badass and their relationship's so funny. I-, I love it so much. Yeah. Say what you will. It-, it it just they're fun characters. They're all different and goofy in their own way. Yeah, Gingo kind of has that uh, smart-ass sort of attitude for yeah. <laughs> And uh, his girlfriend, uh, let me let me see. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, Machiko or Tomoko. You see, here Tomoko. he calls her Mamagon, but in the... Um U.S. dub, he calls her a hard bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I see those uh, kinds of uh, uh, shovel kind of uh, construction thing, I I always think of uh, Mike Milligan in in his steam shovel. I do, too. (laughs) (laughs) No steam shovels wanted. No steam shovels wanted. I remember the uh, the book, and then I think when I was in middle school or something, they did the the cartoon version. No, you were in elementary school because you... Like got the the VHS, and I remember watching that um, for a couple of years. I like that song. I'm like, <laughs> holy smokes! Like, <laughs> this is actually really good. <laughs> no steam shovels wanted. You never thought you were going to hear that on the commentary today, did you, folks? <laughs> Mike Mulligan and a steam shovel. <laughs> Uh, 
the more you know. <clears throat> Absolute peace. What does that even mean? <laughs> You'll soon find out. <laughs> okay, let me just, you know, cut to the chase. He unzips himself and reveals that he's the cockroach alien. You know, I kind of <laughs> realize now that with this Criterion version with it being widescreen, now you can see, like in the background in the window, you can see the uh, the Godzilla Tower, but mm -hmm. it's obviously heck of a lot more different compared to what we see throughout the entire movie. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, like there for many years, especially those of us who are our age and if not even older, in terms of home video releases, we kind of got gypped out on a lot of the pan and scan releases like this movie, Godzilla vs. Megalon, and who knows how many others, where so much detail and um, pieces of the movies were cut out for whatever reason. And uh, once you get the full original presentation and the full movie as well, you begin to appreciate it more. That's one of the reasons why I've fallen in love with Megalon more over the last 10 years is because for the first time ever in my life, starting in 2012 when they released the, the updated DVD and Blu-ray, I got to see the movie in its full presentation in its entirety, and I just fell in love again with that movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's his uh, Mama Gone concept <laughs> that he's doing. Yeah, butts. <laughs> See, that's something you didn't hear in the English dub. <laughs> Can I just go ahead and say that his girlfriend is pretty cute? <laughs> I mean, she can stop smoking, you know, get rid of that awful habit, but otherwise. <laughs> He's got like a stegosaurus there. I'd never noticed that before. It looks like some sort of um, marmot stegosaurus or something. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed certain resemblance. <laughs> in, the, yeah, in the English dub, she calls him a cheeky pig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you cheeky pig. <laughs> but this one, she asks, so I'm a monster? <laughs> yeah. The, both versions, the English dub and, and you know, the actual um, language, the, the official language of the film, both offer some funny lines. Mm-hmm. Man, everybody is, like, klutzy. They're running into each other. Can't you see where they're going? <laughs> what? There was a person. <laughs> I 
funny they push him back the way he was uh, flailing yeah. there. Like he goes back and then shatters through the window. <laughs> now, wouldn't you think? Now, wouldn't you think that if you just recently got hired by someone and like your supervisor ran into you like that, like very pissed off and upset at someone, and like grabbed you by the cuffs and shook you? Wouldn't you immediately be reconsidering on working for that person? Yeah. I'd be <laughs> like – If I had a supervisor that did that, I'd be like, what the hell? I'd be like, well, see ya. Won't <laughs> see me again. <laughs> <laughs> and see, in the pan and scan version, it was not uh, too clear – uh, as far as exactly what was going on. I mean, you did, uh, of course, find out that there was a camera in there, but because it was pan and scan, you initially didn't see the security camera. Well, it kind of didn't. They the did eventually, one. but in the first like five, ten seconds when he enters this room, you didn't see it. You didn't yeah. know what was – you thought he was acting in a weird manner. <laughs> <laughs> And then, too, with it being, uh, like, an amusement park business geared towards children and all that, you'd think they would have, like, all this fun, frilly stuff towards kids. But then, like, in the front office and then this little office here, that it's just completely different worlds. It's cold and uninviting. Yeah. Everything's wrong. <laughs> Your entire existence is wrong. Yeah. You being here in front of me is wrong. <laughs> Don't you think that's kind of goofy, like, for the alien to be doing that right in front of them? <laughs> Like or, you're you're running a children's land and you're doing math, <laughs> or or you'd be like, I'm just shitting, yeah, I'm just doing random shit. Does this look legit to you? Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, good to go then. I'm trying to. See. Is it good? No, I'm just kind of throwing shit out there and <laughs> hoping it sticks. I'm I'm trying to self-teach myself how to math. <laughs> And look, in my world, 9 plus 7 does equal 26. That'd be funny if he like fell backwards and collapsed. Give me your money. That'd be funny if she like brought out brass knuckles and threatened him. <laughs> or slapjack going like this. <laughs> I haven't heard those in a long time. Holy mackerel, I forgot Go, about that. Going this. like this in front of him. 
instead of it being a slapjack, it's a dildo. (laughs) 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 And instead of using uh, an ear of corn wrapped in foil pointed at his back to simulate a gun, he also uses a dildo. (laughs) (laughs) I I know that was going to (laughs) come. I thought it was a gun he unwrapped his his penis. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> it's interesting that they knew where he lived, un- unless they were stalking him, but I'm willing to just let that go. Then, of course, he eats his weapon. <laughs> if it was a dildo, he starts eating the dildo. <laughs> uh, it'd be like one of those uh, dildo candy suckers and stuff. That's <laughs> <laughs> like cream filled. Oh, come on. <laughs> that's, that's a little too far. <laughs> I had to go there. <laughs> Do more head bowing. That was not enough. I always thought that when I was a kid, I'm like, you did it once. Why'd you need to do it again? This is kind of the usual cultural custom. Strange as in how? Doctor Strange. Strange. Doctor. (laughs) Meh. I mean, we all know kind of what's going on here, but just the fact, though, that they're trying to uncover just more details specific to what's happening at Children's Land, it still is very entertaining, I think, and as far as the whole process of them trying to uncover what's going on. Now, granted, you know, by this point, if, if you know, it's 1972 and you've seen every Godzilla movie in theaters, you you probably pretty well know that it's um, you know aliens and and all that and you know that they're bad guys in fact I, I haven't seen the trailer for this in a long time so I'm not sure if the trailer unleashes the fact that they're aliens or not but I'm, uh, either you I'm, know through the trailer if it did say that or you just have a sneaky suspicion that- I wouldn't be a bit surprised because I know trailers back in those days they kind of revealed quite a bit of stuff yeah which in today's day and age, you like unveil what Godzilla looks like, and people lose their spudoinkle. They're UFOs. They're attacking us. Oh, wait. (laughs) That'd be funny if they're like, the Krispy Kreme guy is coming and Taka is like, really? And they're like, no, idiot. (laughs) (laughs) 
what you earthlings call sarcasm. See, I'm trying to do my best, trying to disguise myself. Guys, I was like, where the hell am I? <laughs> that was too much doobie. <laughs> You need a special kind of recorder for those things. We do nothing, dear Watson. We do nothing. <laughs> we do nothing, shrug our shoulders, and go have a stick of bubble gum. <laughs> And see, in this version, the original one, you didn't really have the uh, the bubble wording and stuff in the uh, the VHS or any of the American cuts. Yeah, the thing though, I even with this original yeah. cut, I don't mind the word bubbles. I still don't think the the garbled sound is necessary. Like, you could have them grunt and groan in their regular kaiju voice, and that to me is acceptable, but not this like you're scratching a tape or something. So, uh, which one would you prefer, the the American cut where they kind of had some of the actual dubbing for both Godzilla and Anguirus, and, or the, the original one? Where they I didn't would have prefer this with the word bubbles. I mean, look, here's the thing. We're, we're talking about a really goofy film, okay? We're talking about monsters that are anthropomorphic. We're talking about alien cockroaches. You know, we're talking about a lot of wackadoo stuff here. But my, my suspension of disbelief starts to get a little meh when I start hearing monsters speak English or even Japanese. The word bubbles, I think, are just more acceptable. In a very goofy, ridiculous film... To me, that just becomes even more ridiculous, as crazy as that sounds. <laughs> mm -hmm. Boy, even a, a room for a prisoner there has got a really fancy decanter there. He drank through all the whiskey. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. hoping to have a sip. <laughs> Snooping around for my nudie bags. <laughs> I keep them over there in that corner <laughs> under the blankets. <laughs> oh, damn it. I should have said that. And then as Gango goes running over there, the guy brings out a knife and like stabs Gango in the back. You will not have him. <laughs> not today. I bet the hippie guys just kind of thinking right now. I wish I had some more corn. The guy is eating something almost in every scene that he's in. In fact, he's going to eat a banana here shortly.
no shit. <laughs> the the English dub for this particular sequence is better. It makes them actually sound not as stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Good, they're split up. We can take them easier. <laughs> First, I need I, my brass knuckles and slapjack. <laughs> I find it interesting, and this goes for me as well, especially when I was a younger uh, fan. That you you know if you ask Godzilla fans what are uh, his um, his most likely friends or what have your allies, anger is is always probably near the top. Mm. And the funny thing is is other than destroy all monsters, like this is the only movie in which he just teams up with Anchorus only to battle. Another opponent. Otherwise, yeah, 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 like in Destroy All Monsters, he teams up with him, but there are a bunch of other monsters too. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just kind of funny how that works. Yeah. I like the hippie's big cone there. <laughs> Always Switzerland. <laughs> the Swiss bank accounts. Nah, nah, you're just you're just thinking too much. <laughs> Here, have a blunt. <laughs> <laughs> you need a chill, dude. <laughs> yeah, just a couple thousand more miles. Twenty five miles. It takes an hour to drive there. <laughs> That's some slow-ass cars. <laughs> <laughs> you can do 25 miles if you're on a highway. Now, granted, I'm not sure what the speed limit is there, but if I were to assume it's between 60 and 65 at least, you could cover 25 in like, you know, 25-ish minutes. <laughs> well, he ain't here. Let's go home. <laughs> Should we go pick up uh, the gal? No, we'll just leave her there. Meanwhile, she's in a tank filled with sharks. Yeah. Oh, here we're about ready to, to meet some crazed old guy. <laughs> May I bring you some food? I was about to say, may I help you? <laughs> yes, I would like to have a Big Mac and a thing of fries. How about you? <laughs> you want anything? <laughs> oh, we're at a McDonald's. I thought we were at Hardee's. <laughs> Hardee's is better. <laughs> oh, young whippersnappers. <laughs> Would you like some some uh, old Henry candy bars? <laughs> or old Weathers uh, butterscotch? 
Werther's originals. <laughs> <laughs> Is that country full of kids? <laughs> I like I like the English dub. Or is that some fancy name for a lunatic asylum? <laughs> I like that one better. So, anyone who's familiar with the English dub of this sequence, uh, the English dubbers decided to throw in a very racist comment <laughs> with that. And I'm not going to repeat it on this podcast, but it's very racist. (laughs) Now, if you excuse me, I want to sell some of these blunts. Fool me out of DoorDash. Fool me out of DoorDash. Where's my order? Got DJ Fumio over here. (laughs) (laughs) Can you read this? I don't. I don't understand. The the <laughs> today, Sonny. That's my secret stash. Those are the B sides of the last album we made that we thought we weren't good enough for the A album. <laughs> You could see Godzilla there in the background if you looked hard enough there early in that sequence. Oh, I didn't quite catch it. Japanese self-defense force footage. Those jeeps are really bouncy so much, I'm surprised none of those guys haven't even bothered to fall out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're, they're so used to it that they just bounce with it getting jiggy with it <laughs> and on we go <laughs> and of course some of the stock footage from earlier films The neighbor across the street got a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> Did it come in one of those uh, delivery flower trucks or something? It did, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Where are my homies at? Boom, 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 boom. Igor's like, where's where's the damn party? <laughs> Godzilla promised it. <laughs> that jerk. <laughs> Godzilla would be a jerk like that. Hey, Ingress, like, you know, go swim 200 miles. <laughs> I hear they got confetti and streamers waiting for you. Just don't, just when you get their act surprise. Oh, boy. <laughs> they also have those uh, little frilly things, too. Guys, dumbass, those flower things, they don't make them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Gamera 2 Lake Texarkana reference for those who are not familiar. <laughs> those flower things, they don't make them anymore. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, man, I really want to watch that. It's been a while. <laughs> <clears throat> so I can a couple of those shots there where they show the right side of Angerus there. It almost looks like uh, his right eye went blind. Oh. Because it looked like close to being completely white. Did you notice like when a lot of the light was shining on the suit that it was made up of different colors? Like there were splotches of black, gray, red, green, gray. Like there was all sorts of different colors on it. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's like from Wear and Terror from not only this movie, but from um, Destroy All Monsters. Like it just kind of got beat up and rung through the ringer a few times where it kind of got discolored. Well, I know for like for many years, whenever I see some of the patches of uh, green and stuff on, on that, like for some reason it always reminded me of like some kind of algae or something that's just growing on him. Yeah. <laughs> ah, the suit's fine. <laughs> but there's a hermit crab crawling on It's fine. <laughs> Looks like there's a little bit of gang. It's fine. <laughs> but sir, Taco threw up and it's fine. <laughs> What is this? That'd be funny if he stuck his eye right in front of it as he got his eye Yo, know, I was just thinking about that, too. Hey, what's this? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Gango is, is that crazy enough where he probably would do it. <laughs>
<clears throat> I also like this scene too with Gingo, how he acts. Yeah. And like in the uh, the dub version, it's like, <laughs> thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know damn well, considering the racist comment that they had earlier in this movie, that the dubbers took the whole chopping thing to to mean, you know, three, <laughs> three separate words. Oh, a cold one got cracked. No, it's just another bubbly. It's a good thing I had two of them. I've been drinking a lot of beer lately, and I was like, no, I'm not going to drink any today. But then I'm like, I'll have one. And so I'm doing an official hazy IPA, and the name is very, uh, very appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) I had to buy me a bottle of champagne the other day for when I got a race. (laughs) <laughs> I haven't opened that yet, but I probably will tomorrow. Michelle went hardcore on the booze. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> like, she bought four bottles of wine. I'm thinking to myself, shit, I've been drinking so much these last few days. Like, I need to, like, go sober for a while. And I'm just like, fuck, Valentine's Day is coming up. <laughs> that means these are going to have to get drunk soon. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, she's really... She is awesome. She's really kicking their asses. Three against one. If you don't have a hard on after that, then there's something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think yes, I remember this scene, though. And- oh, yeah. It was... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, this was always in the movie. It feels like I just never even seen it. Oh yeah. <laughs> they they did you in good. Well, <laughs> it's time for payback. And the great thing is, look, we're not even 40 minutes into the film, let alone halfway, and we're already like the monsters are like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like we've been in it, like, like well into the movie, but yeah, it's not even. Yeah, we're not even halfway, halfway through. <clears throat> now, granted, yes, it takes a while for the monsters to actually show up. At least Godzilla and Anguirus, but still, but, I've seen. But also, just kind. But also, just kind of goes to show that you're kind of more invested into the movie, whereas, like in some other shows kind of like the one that we're watching and reviewing part one for next week (laughs) (laughs) and the the funny thing is that over the years and and i'm not going to name names but there have been some prominent sites within the kaiju community more specifically the gods of the community that when they reviewed this film they gave it scathing reviews um and I'm like, what film are you watching? Like, yeah, it's not the greatest thing ever, but it's so entertaining. The characters are colorful and 
and goofy and wacky. The kaiju action gets going relatively early compared to most other movies around this same time. And, you know, one side in particular, you know, hated this movie, but then the individual <laughs> thought Godzilla <laughs> Ghidorah was the best out of the entire series. I'm like... Did you fall down three flights of stairs and just happen to hit your head on every step on the way down? I mean, like, <laughs> or or do you miss a step in the on the escalator or something? It's just like holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much stupid here for me to deal with. <laughs> I also like how they synchronize both Ghidorah and Gigan doing like the. Like the airplane, like loop de loop thing. <laughs> it's so unnecessary, but yeah, it's so fun. <laughs> now, in the pan and scan, if you remember the VHS one, they just showed King Ghidorah, and you would hear Gigan's squeak there right at the end. But yeah, the, you know, it, the pan and scan, you missed half the shot. Mm hmm. Here's the son of Godzilla suit. He wiped his face there. The now famous, sadly uh, destroyed uh, pool on Toho Studios' lot. Uh, it was getting old. Well, yeah, they but saying. they never replaced it though with a new one. Yeah, because I think they said the last the last time that they used that pool was for Godzilla vs. Bailana, I believe. Mm, no, I think it was used at least through Destroya. Uh, An episode to listen to um, of a different podcast. Uh, I would listen to Kaiju Cast's um, ep- uh, podcast. It's I don't remember the episode number, but it was from 2014 where Kyle interviews um, Stuart Galbraith. And Galbraith, uh, they have a segment in there where they talk about that pool, and Galbraith mentions when they, they closed that down. Um, I would go um, reference that episode. It's in. It's from 2014. Like I don't remember what episode number. I want to say it was in like the month of March or April, somewhere in there. Because <laughs> I remember listening to that one. Boy, that is like a huge set in a way. But you can definitely tell some of it was uh, map painted there. Well, either that or they. Um, built like the staircase and did uh, crap what's the term um uh took footage of the miniature and inserted it what's that called Um, for some reason i'm I'm blanking on it my mind is trying wanting me to say rotoscope i no i don't think that's it um Either way, you get what we're getting at. (laughs) They combine two pieces of footage together. (laughs) And you guys are supposed to be experts. We never said we were experts. (laughs) That's your problem. (laughs) What are you here for? It's your birthday. Boom, boom. Hey, hey, it's your birthday. Wait, 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 wait. No actual happy birthday. That's copywritten. We would have to pay a fee. (laughs) This is your present. 
you're going to get shot. <laughs> Your present is lead <laughs> in the chest. Maybe the skull if you're lucky. <laughs> Mr. Bond. (laughs) Now, these cockroach aliens, they're my kind of people. (laughs) (laughs) So, which one of you is the real James Bond? I love his hand gesture there, where he kind of (laughs) like does a sidewinder baseball pitch as he's, you know. Pointing at the direction that they should you know, go. It'd be funny, like <laughs> he does that and then grazes uh, at uh, Gingo's eyes, like ah, oh, my eye, <laughs> my retina. <laughs> ah, we're gonna kill you anyway. <laughs> See, in the English dub, they say receptacles, and I think they do that not only to sound fancy, but to sort of any kids watching to kind of get them confused a bit. As to what they're talking about. See, we're going to use them as disguises. Like, basically, what we're going to do is have you ever cut an avocado and cleaned it out before? Yeah, that's basically what we're going to do to you. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to cut you down the middle, take a giant spoon, scrape you clean, and call it a day. <laughs> well, first, before the cutting or after the cutting, we'll pit out the, uh, the pit. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to ask what the pit is. <laughs> Some footage from uh, Godzilla vs. Hedorah. In fact, the the footage we saw just a second ago, uh, I think that was real footage from the late 60s, early 70s in Japan. The same thing with this, obviously. That's where all my lunch went. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, like, that is gross. All that garbage, it's just laying there, and it's blowing around. As a tree hugger, that disgusts me. See, in the English dub, they made it seem like their planet was inhabitable, uninhabitable even for them. But they're saying here, yeah, their planet was a trash heap, but yet they were able to survive. So is this like black lights? Is that how they're... It's not black light. It's it's green light that reveals the real Excuse shadows. me, sir. <laughs> Excuse me, I was mistaken. <laughs> I should have known better. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you 
you know, it's kind of funny that uh, his girlfriend, Gengo's girlfriend, can kick their asses and stuff, but then yet faints at the shadow of cockroaches. <laughs> well, you know, insects have the, insects and rodents have that effect on some people. <laughs> some of the so-called manliest men get uh, frightened at the sight of like a daddy long legs. Good boy, Santa's coming. Shit, I forgot to buy my wife a present. Idiot, it's not actually Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) We're in the month of July. (laughs) It's been 90 degrees outside with 100% humidity. Do you honestly think it's December? Stock footage of Destroy Monsters. At the time, though, I didn't know that because it would still be like another five or so years before we would see that movie. That's uh, Monster Zero there. That may even be Mothra versus Godzilla, but I'm not 100% certain on that. It's kind of interesting when here in a second when you see Ghidorah and Gigant circling the tower, their props here make them seem like they are significantly smaller than the tower itself. But obviously, as we'll see later, that's not true. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, look at that. Yeah. They would appear to be like half the size. As you could tell, look, even right here, the Godzilla Tower, because of it being in high def, you could tell the Godzilla Tower was inserted later. Mm -hmm. And I never knew that. To me, on standard definition, it looked like Godzilla Tower was right there in the in the frame with them. Yeah. But that's not true. The more you know. And that hurts films, in my opinion. I think some films should not be upgraded to high def because, as I've talked about before, uh, that sequence in um, The Return of Godzilla, where I always thought it was Godzilla uh, along the, the, the skyline there. I thought it was intricate miniatures, but no, it was two separate shots spliced together. Mm-hmm. We get some really cool destruction sequences here. Like, you know, if you come for a monster movie for destruction and battles, this particular movie, I would argue, is one of the better ones out there. Mm-hmm. It really is. I, I, I will say, yeah, those mannequins are actually dolls, obviously. Um, but um, Oh, you think? <laughs> well, then, and then they also insert some of the stock footage and stuff from earlier films right but the whole idea the 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 fact that you get however many minutes of just destruction this particular 
film and sequence specifically is the pure definition of a traditional kaiju film. If you come here for destruction and brawling, this film has has that and does it well. And again, I, I don't understand why someone would look at this film and, and consider it like one, if not the worst. Yeah, I, I'm not saying everybody should love this film and it should be their favorite, but this film, uh, for most people, should be held in pretty decent regard because it, it is, as I said a second ago, the definition of a traditional kaiju film. I mean, Godzilla versus uh, Mechagodzilla really doesn't have this level of, of destruction being portrayed. Um, the end battle is pretty cool, but I would argue it's not as exciting. Terra Mechagodzilla is slightly similar, although that one does a better job of city destruction, but most of it's done by Titanosaurus. Mm-hmm. Take that bridge. I'm gonna put this on TikTok. <laughs> Maybe that's a platform we need to go on. Eh, no thanks. You brought up the controller from downstairs. Don't you think people may need that? Um, I should be sorry to show. She's getting a little crabby. Okay. Well, head downstairs. <laughs> yeah, he waved at you. Didn't you see that? He looked, he's got a different monitor there. <laughs> <laughs> now we're now we're b- being goofy. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> I think this sequence here is from Destro uh, not Destro Monsters, War of the Gargantuas. <clears throat> that one, yeah. Yeah. This is Rodan. Monster Zero. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and name <laughs> off all the movies that the stock footage is from. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> monsters must not like mobile oil because in just about every movie from the show era, that poor mobile oil station gets demolished. This, yeah, the, I always thought the, the Gigan suit looked awesome in this shot. Yeah. Like just the lighting and just the execution of the the mouth and the mandibles. It just Yeah, you know, speaking it, of which with, with all that fire going, I wonder how hot it was <laughs> when you're nearby all that. <laughs> well, Jason, I don't know if you know this, but fire is hot. <laughs> well, yeah, but just wondering. Especially with that being like in an enclosed studio. And see, in the English version of this movie, Godzilla acts more like a dick. But here he's, you know, he's more of like, you know, a decent pal. 
again, the whole scratching tape record sound is still unnecessary. Like if you had something like, you know, their grunts or growls or a small bit of a roar, like that to me is more appropriate. Mm-hmm. This boat didn't like me, so I kicked it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're getting big kaiju destruction in, you know, roughly at about the halfway marker of the film. And now Godzilla versus Zebra. <laughs> and the stock footage, or the footage that is here, will end up being recycled for the next film, Godzilla vs. Megalon. <laughs> Let's play patty cake. Unlike most uh, self-defense force uh, weapons in previous films, they actually get some hits on Gigan here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whereas most of the time they miss and miss by a mile. <laughs> <laughs> Even to where that they destroy buildings and stuff. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's like if I were a citizen of Japan, I'd be pretty pissed. <laughs> you caused more destruction than that damn thing did. <laughs> That's a quote from the 98 Godzilla movie. <laughs> yep. I bet you that's sort of one of the reasons they put that in there because of all the monsters. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Why not poke a little bit of fun at the Toho movies? But then, you know, the all these kaiju fans are going to be like, but the 98 Godzilla is not Godzilla. It's just, ah, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> you know, put your, put your triggered feelings back in your pocket and go cry in that corner. Here, have a case of Budweiser while you're at it. Yeah. Get yourself drunk silly and go cry. <laughs> and we've been there, already talked about it, so... Now, on the other hand, I like how this camera like pans around Gigan and Ghidorah as they're taking out the self-defense force. Ingress don't look too good. <laughs> oh yeah? Well, I'm beating Godzilla in a swimming match.
No shit. I was hoping to befriend them and play patty cake. Meanwhile, it's we're doing a B double E double R U N B run. <laughs> That'd be funny. There's the the hippies like, dude, I gotta get a twelve pack of me before we commence off with this plan, because <laughs> otherwise I'm gonna get shot and killed. I'm the slower one of the three. <laughs> If I if I want to go out with the pain, this is one of the things I want to do. It. <laughs> I hear they're cockroaches, so that means they're gonna put me on a spigot and eat me. Well, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> that seems to be the theme for this movie. No shit. <laughs> Chairman, there are four monsters out there. You can count. Now take this thing of stickers and go in the corner. <gasps> <laughs> Put him in my scrapbook. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> I like how Godzilla just slowly walks up and then just <laughs> hits and Ghidorah. Ghidorah. Let him. <laughs> Door doesn't look phased. Like, ah, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you knocked me down. I, I'm not too pissed about it. <laughs> I always thought it was weird that Ghidorah's leg moves pretty, pretty frequently there. <laughs> Oh. Why didn't you tell me he had something like that? <laughs> Ghidorah just like, eh, didn't think it was important. <laughs> By the way, if I can remember that this is the last time that they use this uh, particular Godzilla suit, and you can definitely it see does, yeah. how it how it age. Well, if you think it and looks bad here, just apart. wait a little bit later in the fight. And you'll yeah. <laughs> Definitely tell some things are a bit rough with it. <clears throat> Liquid propane. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably sick of the dead. 
that picture I sent you yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. If I'm Geige and I'm pissed, it's like, first and foremost, you didn't tell me Godzilla spat fire. Second of all, you're blowing the ground up underneath me. I always felt bad for Angus there because you you hear him wail. It sounds like he's in so much pain. It's just like, oh, fuck, dude. (laughs) Like, I didn't sign up for this. Well, and, you know, because he doesn't have any special powers or abilities, he just... And everybody's taller than he is. It's just like, ah, damn it. (laughs) Deep in the jungle. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That'd be so funny if Tarzan came out of nowhere and became a part of this movie. <laughs> and became the hero. And he becomes impervious to bullets. They start firing at him. He's like Superman standing there. He's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Your bullets are no match for the mighty chest of Tarzan. But then his only weak point is his dick. <laughs> I was about his to get shot, shot there. Like, ah! <laughs> his eyes get crossed as he falls to the ground. <laughs> you shot me. <laughs> what do you think we've been doing to you the, for the last five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a Think you're going to try a snorkel there? There's no water around. <laughs> he's like, watch me, and he's going through like the air, and she like hits him on the head, and he's like, what? I was pretending. She's like, you idiot. We need that air for the balloon. He's like, I ran out. <laughs> and they have to go drive twenty more miles or, to pick up like, another canister of air. Or, or, actually, or actually, he'll he'll like speak in a squeaky voice with it being helium. <laughs> Then, because they gotta go get another canister of air, because they took so long, it's too late. The aliens take the three guys out and shoot them, and they try to save them. The the bodies are thrown out the window in front of them, and they land, and they're like, oh shit, we're too late. See, because you thought you were pretending to snorkel. Boy, you're having a little bit too much there. Because these kinds of characters. 
just so ridiculous that nothing can do that. Maybe maybe you should stop drinking. <laughs> I just had one beer. <laughs> maybe maybe that one beer's a bit too much for you right now. Dude, you should have seen me over the last few days. One beer is nothing compared to how much I've had over the last few days. <laughs> Ah, these morons. <laughs> Says one. <laughs> hey! <laughs> yeah, they weren't thinking this through. They're like, yeah, this rope can get shot. <laughs> of course, oh! Gango's the one that has to... No, not Gango. <laughs> like, the person that they're trying to save. That'd be funny if he landed like on a tree and got him. It's like, ah, crap, mission's a failure. (laughs) Or a sidewalk pavement. (laughs) 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 Like that pop sound you heard as his head hit the pavement. (laughs) (laughs) This version of the movie we're making up, I think, is pretty You're the one that's making this up, mostly. (laughs) Oh man, I'm having way too much fun with this. See, how can you not like this movie? <laughs> Let's use the feet we were born with. Oh, that's a stupid line. Let's use the feet we were born with. How about let's just use our feet or something like that? And then here we get the. Here in a second, we're going to get the crotch shot again. I think that's like the third time it's been used. I just, I hate that. And there's Kent going from laughing his ass off of, and then, I hate that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that pisses me off. <laughs> it's like... It's like a picture one moment, the next moment. (laughs) With that uh, Drake meme. (laughs) That fucking Drake meme. (laughs) Oh, geez, got kicked in the the chin. And then bashed on the head. Godzilla, help me! He's, (laughs) He's bullying me! I do feel sorry for Angers because it's like, what can you do really? Like, yeah, you got a carapace that protects you, but when everybody's bigger than you and has some sort of ability that you can't counter that well, what else are you supposed to do? Mm Mm-hmm. It sort of reminds me of that moment in Jurassic World where the Indominus is fighting the Ankylosaurus. See, Godzilla didn't fall on the ground earlier, but yet this shot, yes, it's stock footage, but, you know, obviously we're supposed to pretend that it's in this movie proper, but... (laughs) Oh, here we go. Stupid dick shot. <laughs> I hate that. I really do. Like, like I said, I think this is the third time that's been used in the Showa era, and it's it's never been funny. Even as a kid, when I first saw that, 
in Monster Zero and even in this movie, I never thought it was funny. I don't know. You're the military leader. You tell me. You got all the weapons. <laughs> and the shoulder uh, slice. That's a lot of red paint. <laughs> it's supposed to be blood. You're in my territory. <laughs> oh, the eyeball. <laughs> I always found it funny that that beam kind of wiggles and moves, and it's like you're a stationary thing. Like the beam should not be able to move. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but hey, Toho Science. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> in Toho Science World, you can get shot in the head and live. Hmm. Then one of them falls and the dynamite explodes and sets off this chain reaction of body parts and skulls flying all over the place. <laughs> Don't blame me, it's the movie. <laughs> oh, I'm blaming you. <laughs> Damn it. Take a chill pill here. <laughs> He's actually bleeding like from the eye area. Oh, yeah, this. Yeah.
<laughs> okay, you got you got the paper sack full of dog shit. <laughs> That'd be funny if that's what they did, and they found out by sheer accident the cockroach alien's biggest weakness is poop. <laughs> like they, like it just burns part of their body parts off or something like that when they touch it. <laughs> it's the smell my eyes and like their eyes popping <laughs> you have an 80s style like body horror thing going on oh, oh man <laughs> that like would take half your face off yeah the aliens are so stupid that they fall for this black and white picture. <laughs> the oldest trick in a book. <laughs> that is, that is indulge their stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Ghidorah's in the back doing nothing. <laughs> he's just, he's just a supervisor. Okay. <laughs> nope. Hit him over there. No, over there. No, I meant over there. (laughs) Is everything in place? No, we chickened out. You know, it's kind of funny that they just wait for it to open, and you'd be right. like, you'd be like, oh, okay. These yeah, are it's not pink. colored, you know, <laughs> like. They're not real. <laughs> I wonder how, like, you know, it hasn't been that long since they've escaped that they've devised this plan. For Gango to draw something that's life-size, like even the most talented artist for something that size, it would take him a while to put together. Mm-hmm. Everything happened, dude. This shot just kind of lingers a little too long, but... I think in the American version, they... Cut it a little bit short. No, they didn't. It's the exact same thing because the cockroach antenna, when it makes an L, that's when the head of the Godzilla Tower explodes. It's the same thing that happened oh. here. I always remember that because, you know, when the one is up and the other's perpendicular to it, like that's when everything blows up and they move on. <laughs> And then they just stand there doing Well, the tapes got blown up, so they're not under control anymore. They haven't really been snapped out of... uh... Well, Ghidorah, he's just kind of doing his usual thing he was doing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's doing it even more so now. That'd be Where he looks like Angus. a freaking statue. <laughs> That'd be funny if Angus is like, this is my chance, and he pulls out a switchblade and he just starts hacking away at Ghidorah's head. <laughs> yeah, 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> Finally. Excuse me. <laughs> my master plan. <laughs> <clears throat> I get to put my birthday present to good use. <laughs> Thanks, Mothra. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of blood that flows in this movie. I'll make you feel all better. Uh, goodbye, Gojir. Uh... <laughs> Godzilla's been hacked in the shoulder, hacked in the eye, now hacked in the head. Angerus's face has been sliced open. <laughs> In fact, neither Ghidorah nor Gigan bleed in this movie. <laughs> he just told Godzilla to suck it. <laughs> they thought they were gonna put the finishing moves on Godzilla instead what they did is revive him <laughs> way to go Kaiju should I say way to go Ghidorah and Gigan Gigan was like hey dude like you should do this Gigan's like trying to impress Ghidorah hey watch this <laughs> <laughs> And you can see the yep. suit, how it's just <laughs> had its days. <laughs> and Godzilla trying to act like King Kong, too, there. <laughs> yeah, he's better than Kong. As Godzilla versus Kong proved. <laughs> hey, don't, don't, don't hate the player. Hate the game, Kong fans. It's true. Kong was D-E-A-D. Did. wondered what this building was supposed to be like was it supposed to be a hotel or something it uh, to me it looks like uh boxes that you store ferrets or mink in <laughs> like, that's what i always thought it looked like same here yeah because you know our grandpa you know raised mink and they had mink boxes that looked very similar to that yeah <laughs> but uh it kind of reminds me of an actual building somewhere in tokyo where oh. it's kind of like uh I think it was like either a hotel or actual living spaces. But they were kind of small where they had like the main window and stuff were circular too. Ugh. Space is at a premium though in Japan because a lot of it is mountainous. <laughs> well, 
especially in Tokyo, where it's just like so like fast and everything, and then property and land and stuff there is pretty damn high. Now that's because everybody wants to be there. <clears throat> Who goes there? <laughs> Ouch. We'll have to eat our tail later. It's so funny, they did that scene kind of backwards. Mm-hmm. Because from Destroy All Monsters, you know, he bites Ghidorah, they fly up, then he flies down and then Ghidorah stomps on him. Here, he he falls, Ghidorah stomps on him, he grabs Ghidorah's neck and then they fly up. <laughs> and then he falls down right to where the whole sequence more or less started. <laughs> it's like a terrible loop. <laughs> Bad Ghidorah. That's the thing, though. Ghidorah. This Ghidorah in this movie stands around quite a bit. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> you dumbass. And I think this is sort of one of the reasons why I think uh, Ghidorah kind of gets a bad rap for me in the Showa era. To where he's not quite the nemesis that he once was. Yeah, I mean, he may not... I mean, other than Destroy All Monsters, where he supposedly was killed. Although that's supposed to be held in the future from when that movie was filmed. But, like... I, I Ghidorah is cool. I like Ghidorah, but I never, ever felt that Ghidorah was this very imposing nemesis. Just because you can't always actually like maybe kill your nemesis doesn't necessarily make them your nemesis like a nemesis is someone who is like at least your equal if not more and able to put you like on the defensive at least half the time if not more and mechagodzilla i thought fit that bill so much more than Ghidorah ever did other than kaiser Ghidorah. yeah but at but, least at least the uh the 2019 movie. The 2019 movie, Redeemed yeah, like, corrects that. That's my favorite version of Ghidorah ever. I not only like the look, but that Ghidorah just is no mercy. It's like, look, dude, I'm going to tell you straight to your face before we start here. I'm going to bite your head off, suck out all the blood, fuck your wife, <laughs> eat your children, <laughs> and set everything on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like he, he's going to tell you straight to your face how it's going to go, and he doesn't care what you think. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, I guess technically Ghidorah spits a little bit of blood there. <laughs> Screw this, I'm leaving. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Angers is like, ah, get out of here. <laughs> you see that? Yeah. <laughs> Godzilla's like, come back. I want to play some more. <laughs> come back. I want to rip your heads off. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be the last time to see Ghidorah in the Showa era until... The 91 movie. yep. Because you only have, what, three more movies after this, and then the show era is done. Yeah. So, in fact, you wouldn't be seen for about 20 years in between. Well, and then like nine of those years is when the entire Godzilla franchise is on hiatus. Mm-hmm. I think we did it. Did Not ten years. Damage. Years. <laughs> Nearly twenty. Yeah, that's why I said. I thought you said ten. Nope. Let's ditch this joint. Before the cops find the out. We, we did our job. <laughs> That'd be funny and during the slow motion turnaround here and Godzilla, instead of roaring, he just flips him off. <laughs> or I'll say, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the sequence from the opening part of the movie. Yeah, because I I, so. it looks like it's the same shot. Yeah. Watch to your left. You'll see that the sun gradually rises. Yeah, because then the uh, the standard def cut, you didn't really see that. Nope. You knew it got brighter. And droopy eyes. Boy, that's a very flattering description. Mm. It's kind of funny. I mean, not funny, but pretty cool that the sun uh, rises, that they did that. Oh. And that, ladies and gentlemen... Is 1972's Godzilla versus Gigan celebrating its 50th anniversary this this year? And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind, of, kind of a good way to celebrate it the way Kent did it <laughs> earlier. I look, we've always had fun. Anybody who has listened to our commentaries knows what they're getting when they listen to us on these things. So. <laughs> We have our moments. I just, like I said, the movie provided this stuff for me. But, um, yeah, Jason, so go ahead. Like, maybe some final thoughts on the film here. Yeah, the final thoughts on this one. I I really enjoyed uh, 
enjoyed watching this again after the, the first time in a few years of uh, not seeing it or when we re-reviewed uh, some of the Godzilla films and stuff from our earlier episodes and stuff. But, uh, yeah, uh, I think this... Uh, I'm not sure if there was a difference, probably not a difference between uh, the Kraken release and the Criterion uh, one, but yeah, there's uh, some things that I clearly remembered seeing for for dozens of years when, uh, mm-hmm. of us watching this movie, and then of course there are some uh, areas in the film that I completely forgot in some of the scenes because I'm not familiar with them because you know growing up watching this movie and then seeing the original one comparing it to the American one, there's some things I completely forget. <laughs> But uh, yeah, forget a lot. <laughs> but I think this is probably the first time maybe seeing them actually without the actual dubs and and all that, if I can remember. But uh, yeah, this this one I think it kind of gets better over the years and stuff. And even with them, you know, uh, um, upgrading uh, the picture and everything, it looks much more crisper this time. I think it's one of the 70s movies or one of the Showa movies during that time. It feels probably one of the cleanest ones, if not the cleanest looking film of the Showa era. That's that's just the way that I think about it, just how the film is presented. But uh, yeah, other than that, um, it's a very enjoyable uh, movie from the Showa as well as in the, uh, the from the 70s. So if you had to give it a letter grade uh, for this commentary, what would you give it? Well, I wouldn't say a letter grade. I would do it from uh, by rent or kind of our uh, other grade. I would uh, definitely buy it. Yeah, again, like I was saying earlier, I enjoyed this film an awful lot, despite the fact that I made fun of it and stuff in places, but that's sort of our shtick here when it comes to doing commentaries. Um, but it is a very enjoyable film. Yeah, it's very silly, crazy, goofy, and stupid in some parts, but – as I've always stated, I've stated on this podcast, I've stated it on my personal blog when I've talked about movies, I've stated it on my social media when I've talked about movies. Um, <clears throat> the biggest thing that I look for out of a movie is whether or not I'm entertained. And if I'm entertained, despite the fact that there may be some plot holes or whatever, I do have my limit, but I can tolerate an awful lot in a movie if you entertain me throughout a decent portion of your runtime. Mm-hmm. And this movie does that. Yeah, it's very silly, goofy, stupid, crazy, you know, in, in, in areas, but this movie was never to be taken as like a serious work of art or anything like that. They knew exactly what they were making with this type of movie. And that's all that really mattered. And, and, and Toho obviously was like, look, Godzilla's popular. Kaiju are popular. This is a cash cow. It's, it's money for us. You know, we don't care if it's high art, just make a movie and put it out there in theaters. The kids are going to, go see it. Their parents are going to say, we hate you, son, for the day and go drop them <laughs> off at the theater. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of, that's what this is. And I think this movie just does it better than I think all the other 70s Godzilla films does. Like I said at the top of this commentary, I, I think the characters are very colorful and fun and unique. Uh, they're some of the most entertaining, I think, out of the entire franchise because – 
when you take a look at much of the Godzilla series as a whole, a lot of the characters are kind of the same from movie to movie to movie. Yeah, their genders and their and their sort of um, titles and and just. The, their occupations may change, but in terms of personality, a lot of them are by and large similar, if not the same. And here that kind of breaks the mold. It's kind of a goofy band of like idiots that happen to help save the day. And that's something I enjoy. I mean, that, that tickles my fancy because it's just like, you know, I like such movies like Step Brothers and stuff where you have goofy, <laughs> stupid characters. And, you know, Napoleon Dynamite is another favorite of mine. And it just, you know, those types of things I find to be entertaining. I'm entertained by this. The kaiju action starts pretty early in the movie as well. You get a nice destruction sequence there with Gigan and King Ghidorah. Godzilla and Angara show up, and then you get this nice long brawl that takes place throughout like the final third of the movie. It's really fun and entertaining. And like I said earlier, this movie is sort of the epitome of a traditional kaiju movie. You, you, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people say we mainly watch these movies for, you know, the entertainment value, the destruction and the brawls. And that's what this movie provides you. I mean, this movie does it and does it well. And I I just think it's the most entertaining out of the 70s Godzilla films. Uh, The other 70s films, I think, have uh, significant enough flaws that I think it, it prevents me from really enjoying it to the degree that I enjoyed this one. So, yeah, I mean, this is a definite buy for me. If I had to give it a letter grade, it's an A+. I mean, it's it, it like I said, it's not the best made, but it's certainly one of the most entertaining Godzilla films out there. So, yeah, with that said, thank you so much for joining us on this commentary. Jason, is there anything Indeed. you need to say before we close out here? Uh, yeah, uh, the only thing I got to say is... Uh, if you like what we're doing here, just make sure to hit the subscribe button down below this uh, video if you're watching it on YouTube. And uh, you can watch us anywhere as far as video format, YouTube, Twitch, uh, Periscope, uh, not Periscope, but <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> and uh, DLive. And uh, you can find our, uh, 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 as well as Facebook, and uh, you can find our audio versions of the uh, podcasts over at uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and uh, tune in as well. And uh, you can also uh, find uh, our videos and uh, audio over at our own website at uh, daikajunetwork.com. Yeah, where, again, we haven't written much of anything in the longest time. <laughs> Yeah, but Mr. Procrastinator. <laughs> well, you too. Well, well you so I, I don't even think about it, so. <laughs> well, thank you so much for watching and or listening. We will see you here next week uh, on the 19th, where we are going to talk about the first half of the Ultra 7 series. If you're listening to this in the future, sorry, we already discussed it. Go find that in the archives. <laughs> Ignore this part of the, of the commentary. <laughs> All right. We will see you guys next Saturday.